Warriors Home Improvement Show, built by Par Lumber. When it comes to big or small projects around the home, Tony and Corey have got the know-how and the answers to make your life just a bit easier. Here they are, your Weekend Warriors, Tony and Corey. Hey, welcome to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show podcast. I'm Corey Valdez. And I'm Tony Cookston. And we're sitting here at Par Lumber in Brineville, Oregon for a special event today. We've got a barbecue going on. We just built some really cool sawhorses over there out of some TJIs. And we've got a special guest sitting with us right here. His name is Mike Bagley with Trust Joyce by Warehouser. Mike, how you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you for the invite today. Yeah. So, uh... TJIs are probably one of the, the biggest building materials uh, uh, in the world. Most I mean, widely used, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, in the structural frame for the, the floor, our I-joist is uh, it's a very common product that goes into the house to give yourself a very nice floor. Absolutely. And, and the you guys were the pioneers in yes. this world of TJIs. Let's, let's talk a little bit about what TJI is. You know, what is it used for? What is it made out of? Let's try to talk a little bit about that. And uh, that's what we're talking about today. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of different products out there that can be used. And we want to talk about um, the different products and what makes, uh, essentially, what makes Trust Choice, Trust Choice I Choice, the, you know, the choice, the right choice. Yeah, you've seen products evolve from solid sawn lumber for the, the first floor to a post and beam floor. And... What a, a TJI is, is an engineered floor truss, basically. It's an I-beam made out of uh, our Microlamp product for the top and bottom flange and a OSB web in the middle of the, the joist. It has an I-shape to it. Comes in very long lengths, up to 60 foot. It's lightweight, easy for a single person to install it. It's engineered. It's uh, very low moisture content, 4 to 6%, so you don't have it shrinking and twisting and bowing like lumber can. I, there is so many um, really good reasons to use this product that are just better than what we've been doing for the last hundred years. Yeah. Let's take a quick step back, though. And for the listeners that are maybe listening to this that aren't builders, mm -hmm. you know, like if you talk to a contractor or a builder, they know what TJIs are. Most of the time they call them TGIs. I know you've heard that. <laughs> I've heard times. that. Yes. <laughs> but if... You know, for the standard homeowner or person that's going out to build a house, maybe for the first time, or they're just getting into construction, TJIs, you know, there's conventional lumber, which like you said, roughs on our 2x12, 2x10 net lumber. You know what I mean? It's sawed out of solid sawn wood. You know, you can get 4x8, 4x10. You see a lot of these sorts of systems built for your floor structure in your home. So you'll have a lower floor, and if you have a second floor, you then you have second floor joists. And that, historically, before TJIs, was solid sawn lumber. There was a lot of problems with it. You know, you could only get it up to 20 to 25 feet, 24 feet, mm -hmm. 26 feet maybe. But then your spans are a lot lower. Um, so TJI came out. They, they invented this product that was I-joists. And the original one had steel webs, correct? Yeah, the original one was a top and bottom cord of lumber and then steel pieces in a zigzag zag pattern that was an opening. And that was the first choice of 1960 when Trust Choice began. And they it was invented that. Invented the Everybody's choice. seen those. Right. And then more into the residential, it came in 1969, an actual wood 
web and a wood top and bottom flange. And then that allowed you to do not just like dimensional lumber, you're looking at a two by eight, a two by 10, two by 12. You've got deeper depths in the eye joist. You can get 16 inch, 18 inch, 20 inch deep. Yeah, I've sold 24 inch deep eye joists that Mm -hmm. were, I mean, just absolutely massive. So the benefits to this is when you're building a house, you have a laser flat floor. If you've ever walked through a house that has conventional lumber for your main floor or for your second floor, you never know. It could be a little of this, a little of that, a little wavy. Eye joist, nothing. Nothing. And then you guys manufacture a product, products like Microlam, which is mm-hmm. LVL, Timber Strand, yes, which is LSL, yep, and even a product called Paralam PSL. And these things are built the exact same sizes. And when you order them. An 11 and 7 eighths joist, it is 11 and 7 eighths. You know what I mean? Two by 12 could be 11 and a quarter. (laughs) Depending on whether it was dry or green. (laughs) 11 and 3 eighths. Right. You know, 11 inches. I mean, there are so much differences. A lot of people don't know that. And even crowning. We talked about that. We shot a video a little bit earlier today. And we were talking about crowning lumber. You know, when you have two by 12s, you actually have to make sure that you install them with the bow up. Otherwise, you'll get that, you know, uneven elevation in your floor system. Right. Our products, there's no crown. It's no camber, so they're straight. There's no top or bottom. So they'll they'll always be a straight member. And the TJIs, with those depths that you were saying, will match up to the beam products. So the LSL, Paralam, the TJI, they'll all match up in the depths. The consistency at which this product is manufactured and comes to the job site makes me think about the sustainability of using this product versus solid sawn lumber. The solid sawn lumber is not as sustainable as it once was. The trees that we're growing, uh, we have to harvest them more often, which means they don't get to be as big. So we're cutting them down smaller. Smaller, shorter pieces of wood are yielded instead of bigger, longer pieces of wood, which is what we needed when we were running you know 42 feet or whatever with a beam you just you just can't do it sustainably solids on lumber was not the way it was going to be instead you guys are able to use kind of like fall down right like pieces and parts of things other things made with wood so we were talking about timber strand lsl it's made out of poplar and aspen so here in Oregon, you head out the gorge and you see those big stands of poplar trees that they make paper pulp out of. Yeah. That's that's what timber strand, you're, you're using strands out of a weed species tree that grows fast, can replant it, and it's not really used for anything else except for pulp. But we make one of our strongest beams in shear that allows you to put even large holes in a beam. Where most people get really leery about putting a hole uh, through a structural beam. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because that's so strong. Yeah, it's uh, like Tony said. When you order up a 6x12 these days, there's going to be weighing on it. Mm-hmm. There's going to be cracking and checking. There's going to be <laughs> crowns in it. There's going to be bark on it, probably, <laughs> to be honest. I've seen so many pieces of lumber come out of the lumber yard with bark on them because the trees are just getting so small. So to be able to take a tree that you can't make anything significant out of it in size right. and make a beam that's, you know, five and a half inches by 16 inches tall that'll span so long, it's pretty amazing. It is. 
you go out there to get those solid sun beams and it has these imperfections and you say, man, it needs to be nicer. And they say, well, industry standard. That's <laughs> yeah. what they say. Yeah. It's industry standard. When industry standard used to be, it had to be clear. It had to have four good sides. It had to be straight yeah. and true. It had you to know? have no twists yeah. in it. And the industry standard is going like this, which is why engineered wood that is uh, that produces the exact same quality and structurability in the product every single time is the only way we can move forward. You might hear this term, EWP. We use that term all the time right. at Par Lumber Company. And some people are like, what is EWP? It stands for Engineered Wood Products. Tony just said it, engineered. They have taken wood that Fiber. is basically useless, <laughs> put resin and glue to it, put it in presses, and have made it stronger than any solid sawn wood that you can buy. Stronger, straighter. Stabler. Longer, more stable. It's a, it's pretty awesome. No, no, no. Stabler. Stabler? Yeah, stabler. Did you make that up? <laughs> Tony makes words up. I do. I don't know if you knew. <laughs> uh, it made sense to you, though. Even though it's, it didn't come from the dictionary, yeah, yeah, yeah. it still made sense to you. More yeah. stable. <clears throat> uh, we were talking earlier about uh, things that you can do when you have a product like this that's intended for use you know, in the building of a home. That's, mm -hmm. that's why you make it. And yet, here it is, capable of doing so many other things that you would build out of something that's solid. You guys built sawhorses earlier before we started to shoot this, this video podcast. And you made it out of what would otherwise just be scraps on a job site, a couple of uh, links of iJoyce and, and some of this timber strand. And it's actually timber strand wall framing. So timber it matches strand wall framing. regular dimensional lumber, inch and a half by three and a half. And yeah. it worked great for our uh, sawhorse lift. We made these sawhorses and we literally threw a 3,000 pound unit of edge gold floor decking, which you guys also make. On top of these sawhorses, and we were a little like <laughs> leery. Oh man! He's but like, my, not it, Mike. Are they hold? Mike's like, it's fine. It's fine. Corey and I are like, I'm gonna back up a little bit. Mike's like, it's fine. It's gonna be fine. So I mean, it's not like we had engineered sets of plans for this. This was a rudimentary build that just exemplifies the strength of the product. I mean, three thousand pounds of sheet goods that were just you know, slapped up on top of these two sawhorses, and, and it turned out really, really good. This is what I was thinking about, Mike. When you mentioned that this is wall framing material, timber yes. strand wall framing material, and then you said it doesn't shrink, it doesn't crack, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't bow, twist, cup, you know, it doesn't do all those things. All those things that solid sawn studs do, and we're still sell a lot of solid sawn studs, right? Yes. Probably, I mean, it's Absolutely. the number one product used, right? Yeah. And and we have learned to just deal with the fact that. When you frame a wall out of solid sun studs, uh, you get warps and waves and you call them wowies. Wowies. My first uh, framer lesson was uh, it's every wall has a wowie. Every <laughs> wall has a wowie. You know what's a wowie is this wind. Holy moly. You go to, you, you've just built your house and you've got this long wall and you go to push a table up against it and it hits in the middle and not at either side. It's just rock because oh, yeah. you've got a big wowie in the wall. Well, but, we talked about in the, the, I had my, did my bathroom and we mm -hmm. tiled all the walls and it was a nightmare because we had to sit and shim the walls because we did floor to ceiling tile 
on a couple of the walls. And it was crazy. The amount of work that we had to put in to get those walls to be flat mm -hmm. versus if we would have just used timber strand. But had a perfect wall. We like to call it zone framing. So let's say you're doing a remodel in your kitchen. It's the perfect spot. You have a 10 foot wall. You're going to put cabinets up against the wall. It helps you so you don't have to shim the cabinets. And when you're, when you're talking about when a homeowner's thinking price-wise, what do I need to think about if I want to use these studs in my house? You don't need to frame the whole stud. Pick pick a zone if you're doing, you know, bookcases, beautiful cabinets, kitchen cabinets, slate on the wall, uh, a 10-foot wall. It's typically about $100 more for that 10-foot wall if you wanted to go all engineered framing. Yeah. So it's a pretty small investment if you want to have perfect uh, cabinets and help your cabinet installer be pretty happy when he doesn't have to shim everything oh, yeah out. absolutely i think it's it's a no-brainer for me you know to be able to buy lumber that is square flat true for as long as you as you want it you know you see a lot of uh what we call tall walls or balloon mm -hmm. framing right in modern construction like in a stairway you walk into a house they've got a stairway that the studs go from floor to ceiling some two-story 20 foot 22 foot tall wall well, if you don't use timber strand, mm -hmm. that thing could be all wave, over the place. Wavy gravy. Yeah. yeah. Or on your tall wall, you said when it goes together, you have a hinging point where now you can use a solid piece. We have it up to 48 feet in length and uh, it can be cut to whatever size you need. Absolutely incredible. When I think about the iJoyce, I remember back to commercials that I saw on TV a long time ago. Uh, they called it the new silent floor system, and they had right. an elephant walking across the the iJoy's floor. You remember those? Yeah, I remember yeah. this commercial. I don't know how long ago that was, but I'm I'm that sure was, I'm dating it, it myself. Started in the '90s doing the uh, silent floor when went to microlam flanges. So we went away from the wood flanges and wood web and moved to a uh, microlam or an LVL flange in our Performance Plus OSB for the web material. And that was all part of the silent floor construction where the, the gluing and the screwing, the material that the joist was made of, the edge goal that goes on top and putting glue in the hangers. So right. just the whole assembly process, making a silent floor. That was great seeing the elephant walk. Remember right, that elephant's name was Laura. Laura. Laura the elephant. <laughs> That's awesome. Just a dollop though, right? Just yeah, a just dollop a bit of in the glue joist hanger. in the joist hanger. Yeah. When, uh, when my house was framed, my, I, I, I had lived in a dare home and uh, I got to be um, actively involved in the framing of the house, you know, there and see it took pictures and stuff. But I remember when he was, uh, when he was putting the way we're putting the joists in, they were dropping a little dollop of construction adhesive in the bottom of each of those hangers. And I asked him about that and he goes, mm -hmm. Reduces the squeaks or yep. removes the squeaks or it's part of the system, the way that it's installed to make sure that your floor doesn't squeak. Right. And um, I thought that was uh, I thought that was a very cool thing. Um, since iJoist and Trust Joist is so popular, I, I think we determined that maybe a small percentage of builders are still using host and beam. Corey, what would you say that might be? What percentage maybe? of builders are still using post and beam. Yeah, before the show, Mike actually said 10%. I probably agree with that. I still see occasional post and beam, traditional mm -hmm. post and beams, where they'll use 4x8 or 4x10 beams on posts and piers. And I still see it. And it's funny because I don't even know why, because when you cost average it out, it's almost no difference between using TJI and using solid sawn lumber. But the funny thing is, is these guys will use solid sawed lumber 
and then use Edge Gold on top of the warehouser Edge Gold floor. on yep. top of it, which is a really stiff structural floor decking made from the same sort of material. It looks like OSB, but it is stronger. It, the glue in it is. I mean, you don't have to sand it if it gets wet. It's pretty amazing stuff. So tell me this then. Yeah. It, what is, what product out there, if it's not mm-hmm. solid sun joist and it's not post and beam, what is, uh, what does TJI compete with? Sure. Uh, there are other manufacturers that manufacture iJoist like we do. Some of them right here in Oregon. There's quite a few. Um, right now, there, there was a change in the energy code for Oregon in 2018. So if you have a two-story house, your HVAC, you probably remember seeing soffits that hang down yes. off of the ceiling so yeah. the pipe can go through yeah. and try to hide it so as you don't see a big ugly ducting running through the house. So the energy code change where that needs to be in that second floor. So that's where you've seen now more open web joists out there that uh, are assembled two by fours or a plated truss. You'll hear it called that too, uh, metal plates. Looks like your, your roof trusses, but just uh, for a floor. Uh, Interesting. Floor depth. Mm-hmm. And they're typically 14, 16, 20 inches deep. So they can do long spans also, but gives you somewhere to run the, the ducting and your wiring through. There's one difference though about open webs. I sell a lot of open webs. I sell a lot of TJIs. And the one thing I will say is that open webs are great for certain applications, but once you order them, you order them the length that they are, and that's what you get. There's no changing in the field. Oh, I see. If you move a beam over six inches this way or six inches that way, which sometimes happens, you have to order new joists because they no longer work for that space. You cannot modify them in any oh, way. Oh, interesting. The okay. other thing about open webs is they don't come with a warranty. TJI, the whole system. Lifetime guys, warranty of the lifetime house. Lifetime warranty on those products. Wow. So it's kind of up to you as a builder or a homeowner how you want to move forward. You know, if you have an issue down the road with open webs – you're kind of dealing with that yourself. Wow. So Yeah, I guess it makes sense because the webbing in open webs is metal, right? It's not like you can just trim part of it off. Yours can be cut anywhere, right? Right. And the great thing, I understand why people like open web. you got spaces to put your, your plumbing and your ducting. But in our, our TJIs, you can put holes throughout the joists. And there's uh, pretty simple rules to follow. You can remove the whole web material in between the flanges. Some of our joist series, we have different series that will handle different depths and spans and lengths. And some of our higher series, our 360 and 560 series, you can put a 24-inch hole in the center span of the joist. You can cut the whole web out 24 inches and run a nice big HVAC trunk line right through the joist. And it's just as strong as it was before. It's just as strong. It's pretty amazing. That is. is amazing. I was going to talk about that earlier with the depth. Very versatile. Mm-hmm. The deeper the joist that you get, you can make these big holes in there that, yeah, like you said, you could just cut them, cut big holes out and then run the ducting through, electrical, whatever you want. One of the other benefits, too, is that with the iJoist, they come with these pre-hole, pre, kind of pre-punched holes. Yeah. And you just, they're like knockouts you knockouts, hit with your hammer. Yeah. And so electricians, they don't have to get a hole saw to just cut through any out. sort of saw. They don't have to get a bit or anything. Whole hog you've seen, they just hit them with a hammer, knock them out, run their wire, yeah. or plumbing for that fact. Yeah, that's so. a lot less work than having to drill, especially if you got those things on uh, 
16 or 24 inch centers and they got to run wire from one side all the way to the other side that's a lot of holes to drill oh, if they, oh yeah if they had to drill holes oh, yeah. but they, they just don't have to they make the apprentice do it <laughs> Corey, you brought up a good point about if you needed to make a change you can get a, a new joist the very next day right or if something's damaged on the joist we have a great tech team that can help create a, a solution and a repair and uh, do that quickly yeah. so that way we get that back to the field and the, the homeowner or the builder can get right back to work. One of the other things we talked about earlier, one of the features you said is the length. You can buy I-joists, TJIs, up to 60 feet. Wow. You I've can't actually, even haul 60 That's the thing. Feet, How are you going to haul them? You can. But we, you have we've to got them you got to get an overlength permit for yep, you over 42 yep. feet, right? Yep. You get a permit. I've sold them that long. Um, we've taken just, them direct to jobs for yeah, you yeah. that long. It just happens. Sometimes yeah. you get a situation where you want a 50-footer or a 55-footer. Because when you're, you know, designing an underfloor in a house and the house is big and you want to span one joist, I mean, it won't span that far, but there's supports in between there. But when you want one joist to run from one of the house to the other, it just, it makes it so much cleaner because you don't have any seams, you don't have any breaks, none of that. And so you can get all, you know, 42 foot joists all the way down the whole house. I feel like you'd have to hire like Burt Reynolds. And the 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 Burt Reynolds from Cannonball Run, and have him like go out and draw all the police to one part of town <laughs> while you leave the yard with sixty footers, you know, so that nah. you don't so that you don't get you know. They just put a you it know, seems like just, a big deal. They just put a spotter out there. It's fine. <laughs> red red flag. Yeah. Just nice. Put a red flag on it. That's Stick awesome. forty feet out of the back of your truck. It's cool. Yeah. Wow. But, sixty uh, foot. That's big. And then the last thing you mentioned yeah. was about the weight. You think about a nine and a half or a you know eleven and seven eighths inch eye joist, a forty footer. Two guys can easily pick that oh, up. Oh yeah, easily. Yep, absolutely. If you had a two by twelve, even a two by twelve. The longest one I've ever seen was probably thirty feet. Mm-hmm. A two by twelve thirty footer would be like yeah. max, and those weigh a ton, absolutely a ton. Yeah, a joist is about half the weight of an open web yeah. truss. So wow. Pretty amazing. I mean, the, the, the Trust Joyce product, it was invented, took the world by storm. A lot of imitators out there, but you guys are the OG. We're the beginning. We're, we created the iJoyce. There is there is a lot of topics of conversation that we could be having here. We could be talking for, um, you know, hours. We really do need to set up a follow-up to this show so that we can get in-depth with Trust Joyce's product line and talk about each of the different products, you know, in depth, what, what it brings to the table, what makes it so good, um, all of the versatility of that product. Yeah, you had mentioned earlier too about using Trust Joyce products, EWP, <laughs> in not unconventional ways. You know, we made some sawhorses today. Right. You brought with you a level. Yeah, I have a, made from timber strand. A timber strand level. I like to call it the smallest beam we manufacture. <laughs> so it's a, a masonry level, but made out of our timber strand product. Oh yeah, there you go. Brian just handed it to us. If you're uh, if you want to go check out the YouTube channel, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, trust joist level made out of timber strand. This is super cool. Very cool. Brought that. You can put that in your shop. Yeah. Thank you. Well, if you've ever been to REI, REI mm-hmm. uses Paralam, yep, pretty extensively in a lot of their buildings for stair treads. I've seen, I've sold it to a lot of builders to mm-hmm. use as stair treads. Uh, you take Paralam, which has a very unique look to it. 
It is. Has these long strands of wood, you know, different colors, and they press it in with a with a press. And then what guys will do is they'll fill it with like clear epoxy and then polyurethane or whatever or sand it flat. And they look absolutely stunning. It is beautiful. It's our, our largest, strongest beam for very long spans. But the, the Doug fur veneer strips that it's made out of, like you were saying, pressed, microwaved together, made into big billets, makes a great exposed beam in a house where maybe people are just used to a re-sawn glue lamp beam. A Paralam makes a beautiful exposed beam inside a home. Yeah, you can sand them sand nice it. and flat, clean them a, up. a local brewery like to go to that has a Paralam bar top that they did the uh, filler. They did a blue filler in it and then clear epoxy over the top. And it just makes a beautiful piece of furniture, not only a structural member in a home, but it, there's lots of other uses for it. That's very cool. Yeah, we, I have, my wife has got some some open shelving where we put the, you know, the shelf brackets on the wall and mm-hmm. then use Paralam for the, you know, like a five and a quarter by five and a quarter or five and a quarter by seven and a quarter. Paralam right up there for shelving, just open shelving right on the wall. She loves it. Very cool. Loves it. I want to know who Very came cool. up with the names. Micro Lamb. Paralam. Timber, Timber Strand. Strand. <laughs> Somebody some sat around creative coming up with some, names. They had some cool names. Some good names. They're iconic. Yep. Yeah. No Paralam. question. They definitely are. It's very cool. Well, Tony, what do you? What else you got? I mean, I think. You got any other questions? I for think Mike? Mike has answered most of my questions. I know that there are. Uh, there's a lot of directions that we could go with this conversation, but you know we're limited on time today. Um, but I definitely can tell you that we will be having uh, Trust Choice by Warehouser on the show again, and we will talk more in depth about all of the their expansive line of products that they sell, how they're used, and all the tips and tricks um, about those, how to install them and that sort of thing. That'll yeah. be a really good conversation. I want to get some, maybe some little more technical too. Mm-hmm. Find a little bit more about how the engineering works. So, yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much, Mike Bagley. Oh, it was my pleasure. With uh, Trust Joyce by Warehouser for being on the show. It was really great. And uh, thanks for showing us how to build those amazing uh, sawhorses. That it was, was a lot of fun. Cool. Thank you for the invite. All right. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for checking us out today. If you want to learn more, you can go to TrustJoist.com. That's T-R-U-S-J-O-I-S-T.com, TrustJoist.com. Or you can go to Tony and I's website. It's www.homeshowatpar.com. That was a, that's our email. Email address. Weekendwarriors at par.com. Sorry. Uh, but we're also on YouTube, Instagram. We're at WWHomeShow. So go check out our video if you want to check this one out. We're, uh, we're going to be uploading this to YouTube anytime. So anyway, thanks okay. a lot for checking us out. I hope you enjoyed the show. <laughs> Have a great week.